This is an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello, and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information you receive as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it's necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode, episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 474 children registered for these episodes. For those of you who have questions about the children, please join me in the Awakening Zone chat room where I will be available for about 30 minutes right after this episode. So welcome, everybody. Um, nice to have you back, as always. Nice to see that the, the number of children who are participating in these episodes is climbing. Um, that kind of 500 mark for me always has been kind of like the tipping point in some ways. And yet, that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about a tipping point or a turning point that I'm really noticing in the energy, um, noticing it in the energy in general. But but the kids always seem to be kind of a few steps ahead of us. And for that reason, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I'm noticing specifically in their energetic patterning. Because like I say, they're kind of one one step ahead, and so it's going to give us a good indication of um, what's available, what's coming down the road. And to be honest, in some ways, it's like when I woke up this morning, um, and especially over the last three or four days, I'm part of me not is not sure if I'm I'm excited or and or a tad bit nervous about what I'm noticing. You know, as always, the the excitement always wins out, but the nervousness, I think. Sometimes, you know, you might be able to relate to this as well. 
when things really begin to change and they begin to change and manifest in the physical in new and brilliant ways, you know, as much as we love the idea of that kind of change taking place, nevertheless, it's still change. And um, and so there's there's almost a little bit of an anxiety or a trepidation as we watch things begin to move um, or begin to change in a very physical way. And where there's a little bit of maybe hesitancy for until we really get bearings on what that 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 change actually means and what direction that change is actually taking us in. And what I'm noticing right now is a pretty significant change going on within a variety of populations of the kids, not just children diagnosed with autism, but, you know, a lot of this new population a lot of these individuals, these children who are functioning in really brand new and unique ways, those individuals who are not as interested maybe quite yet in being present in the physical body but are more than present to those uh, spiritual realms, those dimensional realms, those kind of higher states of consciousness or maybe even better said expanded states of consciousness. What I'm noticing um, over this last week, you know, we we left 2012 and we came into January, and I think the general energy there was really, you know, January's been such a month of almost like reorganization, I guess. It's like coming into a brand-new home, and, you know, some of the things from your old home you were able to bring with you um, because they fit in this new energy. But a lot of what you had in your old home you weren't able to bring. And so it's like being in a new space, not quite knowing where everything fits quite yet, um, but very, very definitely being in this new space. And so January has been this reorganization kind of time. Um, and in that reorganization, I think that we're also beginning to notice, you know, when some of the clutter is gone, when some of the, the some of what you are not has has truly disappeared, there's an opportunity to to really see what's available to you, to see what's there, to see what's there beyond what you might have noticed before. And so simultaneously, you know, new space, new awareness, kind of getting your bearings in January. Um, And at the same time, being aware of skill sets or levels of awareness, connections that you didn't really know that you had maybe um, or had sporadically. It's a nice inhale and exhale, everybody. What's interesting as I watch the children, and the reason I'm suggesting that this might be um, quite a turning point, is that they are they're demonstrating certain states of awareness, um, whether they're telepathically communicating or whether they're choosing now to verbally communicate um, or find some other ways of expressing themselves. They're they're showing up. And they're showing up on all of those different levels in really ways that I just haven't seen before. 
So I want to give you some examples. Um, you know, some examples of this are, you know, children within the autism intention experiment. We're watching more and more of those children after just two months of being in that process being much more alert, much more aware in their physical environment, and much more able to verbally communicate. You know, some children going from, you know, single words to phrases, some children having not had any verbal communication and moving into a mode of facilitated communication that is bearing um you know, really bearing the awareness that these kids hold, you know, this information that's coming out from some of this facilitated communication um, is really indicating that, yes, indeed, you know, these these populations of children who have been primarily nonverbal perceived as disordered, not only are they not that, but they, they hold um, an awareness that is much broader than what we've been experiencing um, to date, you know, even in our consciousness. So I'm seeing things along that line. I'm also seeing that the that many of the children that I'm communicating with lately um, telepathically, especially through private sessions or, you know, when we invite people to... Um, to ask questions for the different certified practitioners within their various processes. What I'm noticing is that the information that the kids are providing right now are are expansive, extensive, um, very detailed. And I know just yesterday or the day before I had a session with somebody and we were, you know, going, having um she was asking different questions, and the the information was getting what I would consider out there. And if you think that I consider something out there, you can imagine <laughs> what that might be like. But as the as the information was coming in, it was very it was very obvious to me that this child had an expansive awareness um, in relationship to consciousness itself. And that there were all kinds of possibilities and potentials. There were all kinds of opportunities for um, for health and well-being and awareness and connection and all of these things. But we literally had to go out beyond the boundaries of what we have deemed um, kind of appropriate or or um, not even appropriate. I mean, appropriate from a scientific standpoint or an educational standpoint that ability to get beyond what has been available before. And yet, you know, these kids seem to be offering solutions that are very multidimensional, and yet they are very well versed in those abilities. So, for instance, you know, challenges in the physical body, you know, all of all of the kids have their challenges in the physical body. You and I have our challenges being in the physical body as well. And yet the kids lately, within about the last week or so, it's almost like they've expanded the the realms that they can support themselves in 
Um, so the ways in which we can access energy and apply that to a physical condition, a mental condition, an emotional condition, um, and and really see some some shifts, really see some changes. In the past, what I noticed is that, yes, we might be able to work in those expanded realms, and yes, it would create a change, but it would create a change on such a subtle level that that may or may not be um, something that was was noticed as a change or that something that changed in that moment. Um, it would be more likely in the past that the the children would work in the vastness of their being and they would offer information telepathically about how to unwind something and that that energy work would take place, the unwinding would begin, but it was more like it was a beginning. That was the moment that something began to unwind versus that was the moment that something changed in the physical um, that we began to notice changes in the, in a very physical way. So this is something really new, and it really speaks to, you know, if you've been listening to Peer Presence Aligning to Self as well, you know, you know that that this whole integration that is available to us now, um, being that divine human, um, the kids are really bringing this element, that element of the divinity, and we're really bringing this element of the humanity. And we need both. We need that human element. Um, we need that divine element. And as those two really begin to go together, just like we talked about during the 12-12-12 event, those two platforms or those two templates really coming together Again, it's one thing for them to come together in an energy energy way or an energetic sense. It's quite another thing when you begin to see the children be able to apply the information that they have now um, in ways that are actually affecting the physical. So today when we um, work in the energy, I'd really like to focus on one, making a few adjustments, both for for you um, as the parent, professional caregiver of the children, and also um, for the kids themselves, because the ability for for um, structures in the body to begin to change, for organs in the body to begin to change, for for all of this to begin to take on a for all of us to begin to take on a new frequency literally in the physical body um it's you know here it is it's it's possible it's probable um and i really feel like we're watching this be a moment of a tipping point the kids are going to notice this in many ways before we do um, or before many of us do, because of the degree of energetic sensitivity that they have to these subtle realms. So they're picking these things up, you know, right in the moment that they're available within consciousness. And they start working with that energy from the minute it's available and, you know, are reflecting that back, like I said, through, the you know, the intention experiment and private sessions and interactions, you know, with the... The certified practitioners, I mean, those are the ones that I'm noticing anyway because that's what I have access to. 
you all are probably noticing things in your own way. You might be noticing that there's a heightened sense of of your own awareness. There might be a series of kind of aha moments that have happened um, through January and will continue to happen just as you are just as you begin to reveal yourself to you because as i've always said i mean none of you none of you came in necessarily for an easy ride but you all came in to kind of fast track yourself as far as your spiritual development your your awareness of consciousness and you know you were lucky enough to to give birth to a child that on the physical level you know presents with these challenges and yet frequency wise on a spiritual level is is almost kind of holding that golden carrot out in front of all of us saying you know come come this way you know come this way come get what is available um beyond what you have currently believed to be available so nice inhale and exhale everybody there's also a um I want to give you a, like a practical example of what I'm talking about. You know, in some of these sessions recently, a couple different things that I'm really noticing, you know, the information is so clear, and it's so clear in the fact that a child may take me to a certain place dimensionally. They may show me something um, almost that is more congruent with um, with their soul's purpose. So in my in my reality anyway, the soul has certain experiences that it wants to have, and it has all kinds of amazing options. I mean, when you think about how vast this this universe is and how vast we are as beings. You know, the soul can have all kinds of different experiences in the body, out of the body, in a very dense body, in lesser dense bodies, um, in, you know, galactic forms and, and angelic forms and human forms. I mean, the possibilities, when you think about it from that perspective, are just endless. And one of the things that I also notice is once that soul has a certain desire for any given incarnation they kind of begin to make some decisions about you know well in order to have that soul's desire met um you know what kind of dimensional experience would they like to have what kind of what kind of emotional experience would they like to have mental physical all of those kind of go into the the programming if you will of any incarnation what I'm noticing recently is a lot of the kids are taking me right to, they're taking me to that dimensional experience, that kind of one step out from the soul's desire, and they're taking me into this dimensional experience and saying, hey, this is who I really am. This is how I really function. This is why these things in the physical body are a challenge to me. And this is what we can do about it from this vantage point. From the, let's use this dimensional vantage point to overcome some of the physical challenges. 
And let's do that in a way that my own dimensional experience, my own dimensional knowing supports my, my physical body's knowing. So I'm seeing a lot of that lately. And again, you know, in the past we may have worked in the dimensional realms. We may have worked in the mental body, emotional body. Um, but they didn't, you know, sometimes it was just working in that realm, just working in that that layer, if you will, and it would change something in that layer, but it didn't always filter down all the way down into um, a physical manifestation. The kids are very clear at this point that we are at that tipping point where some of their dimensional awareness can begin to affect um, their physicality. And I'm saying this to you all um, Again, because the children have always been kind of the forerunners in these subtle energies. And so one of the other things I'm noticing is, you know, watch as we move through 2013 into 2014. Watch how more subtle subtle energies become more the focus of, of medicine. Uh, watch how more subtle awareness um, you know, maybe we move to, to color, maybe we move to sound, maybe we move to other elements that are able to support us in the physical. That's one element of this. But another element is that watch how your own higher selves, watch how different aspects of who you are can begin to really support those um, other aspects of who you are. Watch how that dimensional awareness that you have, that higher consciousness that you have, can facilitate your own healing, can facilitate your own sense of well-being. And it's almost as if there's this line of communication between the two places or spaces, I guess I would say, aspects, is becoming... Um, a very clear line of communication. And when I look at what the children are doing right now, um, that's exactly what they're manifesting. They're manifesting in a very real way these very clear lines of, of communication. And we're seeing it filter all the way down into verbal communication, um, you know, facilitated communication, communication that goes from being somewhat limited to being more expansive, um, a presence that has, is shifting from being kind of out there to being a little bit more willing to be available um, in the physical experience. And again, you know, none of these kids stay out of the physical experience because they want to or because, um, you know, it's some kind of, um, you know, their thing. They stay out of this physical experience because this physical experience has not been a vibrational match to who they are. It's not a personal um, thing. It's a, it's a vibrational um, experience. So all of a sudden, it's like, huh, if we can use higher aspects of ourselves to support and overcome some of the denser experiences in our, um, in our lives, then, you know, what does that actually look like? What, what makes that possible? And 
you know, we've been talking a while also about, you know, how important, you know, for you all to be, especially you all, to be empowered, um, empowered to even think these thoughts, you know, empowered to um, have a different viewpoint than what many um, individuals, you know, kind of in the human condition have. Your ability to think in that way, to consider in that way, be curious in that way, you all are the ones that are creating these connections. You're, you know, even by posing the idea in your mind, you know, what what exactly is possible um, and where do I have to go in order for it to not only be possible but probable? How vast do I have to be in order to experience that? And what you may be beginning to notice is that, like I say, all of a sudden there's like, oh, aha, uh-huh. oh, I, oh, that's what I do, or that's how I do it, or wow, I, I think I really did hear, you know, my child interacting with me, and and that felt really, it felt really right, it felt very true for me. Um, all of these kinds of experiences are beginning to come to the forefront. If you all, as parents, professionals, and caregivers, will begin to consciously access that part of you, begin to you know sit for a few minutes, um, connect for a few minutes, go take a walk for a second, and and connect with yourself, and allow yourself to imagine, um, allow yourself to imagine what would it be like if if some higher aspect of me knew how to support me in the stress that I feel in my body? Or what if some higher aspect of me was able to support me um, in my inability to to sleep through the night? So again, you know, your ability to support you. The kids are already bringing this ability in. It's, it's kind of in your space, if I to be honest, it's they're holding it in their space. Also, you know, asking them, and you may not get a, obviously you may not get a verbal answer back. You may not get, well, Mom, we have to go to the 19th dimension and we have to get this and we have to unwind that and that's going to apply over here and we're going to zigzag our way down into the physical and voila, you know, I sleep through the night. It, it may not come like that. But as you begin to ask the questions, you know, um, even, you know, through just connecting with your, with your child when you're sitting still for a second or taking a walk somewhere, you know, I wonder what is possible for you. I wonder what skill sets you have that can support some of the other skill sets that you don't appear to have. And, and you might get something back like, you know, maybe some of those skill sets don't matter as much to your child as they do to you. You know, some sometimes that soul has a desire for a certain type of experience. And so beginning to ask, ask asking questions, moving back into that curiosity that is beyond um, what you might think as practical, but allowing yourself to kind of imagine, you know, imagine what if, what if there is a place 
where we all can go and that we can all access that gives our lives, um, that changes our lives in the physical, that makes our lives richer and more full and more beautiful and more allowing, more accepting. You know, what if all of that is right within us? And, you know, we don't have to go anywhere to find it except right back to ourselves. Um, the kids are already demonstrating that this is possible, that that this is going to be um, this is going to be available, um, obviously first to those individuals who are curious about it and accessing it and interested in what's possible, um, and then over maybe longer periods of time available within the collective consciousness. It just just fascinating to consider and if you'll give yourself kind of that childlike opportunity to just be curious just play with it for a little bit i think that you'll notice even you know from this month until we speak again next month you'll notice that that there is a there's a presence both with you your child's presence with you and there's also a, a heightened awareness of your own presence. There's a lot of information in that presence, and it's really for you. It's it's for you first and foremost. So play with it. Check it out. Try it. Notice it. You know, don't have to don't have to mentally understand any of it um, until you do, because the kids are. Uh, the kids are kind of right there urging you on um, one way or another. Ask for your kids' support. You know, ask just in the quietness of your own space, of the quietness of your own mind. Ask for that connection and support to what they're already experiencing and accessing. And ask them if they can help you, teach you, make that available um, in bigger ways in your consciousness so that this ball can really continue to roll um, so that that communication between you and your child um, really becomes much more heightened so that the kids truly have a space where they have their own voice. You know, I mean, that's, isn't, that the, isn't that the bottom line? You know, it's, it's nice to be able to to be able to make those interim connections, it's nice to be able to have somebody that can kind of translate that telepathy into verbal communication for a while. But the fact is, is that, you know, ultimately we want to know what they have to share and ultimately for them to share it themselves um, in any way they can, pretty profound and we're going to begin to, you know, we begin to see that over and over again in little little pockets of individuals. It's not, you're not going to see it on the news or anything like that. It's not in that level of consciousness. But when you take a small group of, you know, 44 people who are participating in this intention experiment, for example, and, you know, you have at least, you know, a fourth of them um, a third of them who are really having, you know, within two months beginning to have these experiences around communication, it's 
um, noticing those kinds of changes. You know, the right energetic patterning is allowing this to happen now. It doesn't have to wait um, until some, you know, major scientific discovery comes around. You know, it might take that to to prove it to a scientific community or an educational community, but the effects of it are happening now. So these pieces are um, they're exciting, um, even as I've been talking to you for the last 30 minutes, you know, the, the nervousness definitely changes into excitement um, pretty easily. Um, I just, I'm very curious myself as to what humanity will look like I, um, in the future. And simply because these children are here and simply because we're waking up to not only who they are but who we are, I wrote, I was writing a check the other day, and I wrote, instead of 2013, I wrote 2031. And um, and as I looked at it, I thought, wow, what, what does 2031 look like? You know, how, how, especially when we're seeing these types of potentials and possibilities leaking into the consciousness. You know, if I can see those kinds of things and other people can see those kinds of things and we can all bring attention to that, then we put our focus there. And what we put our focus on becomes a reality. I mean, we are powerful creators regardless of what we choose to place our focus on, what we choose to create. So um, just just interesting to... Um, play along and kind of follow the bouncing ball as far as what's happening in those more subtle energetic realms and placing our attention there so that we draw that into our experience. So nice inhale and exhale, everybody. So we're going to spend about the next um, 20, 25 minutes um, making some adjustments, as I said, um, in the physical bodies for the kids um, in the physical bodies for you all, you as the caretakers, adults, um, professionals, parents of these kids, your energy, your your physical body has um, different challenges, quite frankly, than the kids do. So we're going to do this in such a way that part of it is going to be just for you, Part of it's going to be just for the kids, and part of it's going to be a combination of those places that are now available where the um, that connection right down into a physical reality can really begin to be so. So if everybody would find a place that is comfortable for them and just relax, be curious for a moment. How does it, you know, just even asking yourself, you know, how does it make you feel um, to consider possibilities and potentials? How does it make you feel? Does it, you know, does it lighten you up to consider? Does it does it make you angry? Does it make you frustrated um, that it's not here right now? Um, any of those feelings that you're feeling, just just notice them and please breathe into them. 
excitement and and nervousness or ex- excitement and frustration. They're just kind of different, same energy, just different sides of the same coin. So no judgment about what that is. Just notice the energy of it for a moment. And go ahead and find your breath. And put your attention in the body, you first, in your physical body. So again, the nervous systems within your physical bodies um, have really been through it, both because you've been exposed to some really high vibe energy over long periods of time, very taxing to the nervous system, plus the physical, mental, emotional um, energies that, you know, just the day in, day out, um, the very natural concerns of being a parent and a parent of a child that has some special, special challenges, all wreak havoc on that beautiful nervous system of yours. So it's like it's trying to upgrade and feels like it's falling apart all at the same time. So putting your attention in the nervous system and we'll create a little bit of a repair there. So if you could imagine the nervous system looking raw and frayed, a little splintered, you could notice maybe um, almost electricity that that sparks but doesn't quite connect. All of that within this collective consciousness around the nervous system. So we're gonna we're gonna increase that energy just for a second so we can get all of it, and then we'll unwind some of that. Here we go. So inhale and exhale, and we're going to allow an energy that appears to be descending from above the crown chakra. We're going to allow this energy. It's um keep seeing the same color. Um, it's coming in a couple different ways. It's coming in as almost like a pale blue color. It's also coming in like this buttery white light kind of color. Kids are using that a lot lately. So if you'll allow that to come into the crown the blue probably cooling things off, the yellow, yellow-white light, kind of this softness. It's just a, it's reducing, reduction of some of the stressors. So if you'll allow that to come into the crown and allow it to move down over the third eye and into the throat, There's a very loving nature to this energy, gentle, 
nature to this energy. And if you'd allow that energy to move right from the throat back to the top of the spinal column and move down through the spinal column and just as all those spinal nerves are held beautifully in that spinal column just allow that white, yellow, buttery smooth kind of energy just to move down the the spinal column you'll notice where there are places in the spine where you've held on to a lot of tension there've been a lot of restrictions in certain places in the spine especially if as you get into you know that lower back that sense of well-being almost also up around the shoulders you know shouldering a particular Um, burden in some ways. So allowing that as it gets into that place of the spine, just allow it to to leak out. Let it go, let it follow those, the nervous system. Let it follow those lines of energy out across the physical shoulders and allow it to, to come out and move around the heart space. Let those... There you go, all in that color. And you might notice it'll switch to blue every now and again. It might feel a little cool. There you go. And also as you come down the spinal column, letting that energy move out from the spinal column and going around through the digestive system. All of those lines, cooling off those sparks. And even right down to the tailbone. How sore is your tailbone? How how challenging has it been <coughs> to to kind of play the play the game, you know, play the this is what everybody else believes game when you know the collective consciousness is believing one thing and you might have always had a propensity to believe something else. Here you are believing in possibilities and potentials when everybody else is sharing dire consequences and limitations. All of that just really being felt in the tailbone. There you go. I'd like you to take all of this beautiful energy, this softer energy, and I'd like you to move it into the reproductive organs. Okay? That, That source of creation... And male or female, your ability to bring forth a new state of consciousness, a new form of consciousness, a new potential and possibility for a different degree of consciousness. 
very rarely do we go back and we thank, share appreciation, nurture that aspect of ourselves. So right in those reproductive organs, even for those of you who have had hysterectomies, go go right into that space. The energy of that space is still there. There we go. So this is almost like a pool of water. This is this is stillness. This is presence in those reproductive organs. Awareness of what that presence brought forth. There we go. Even up into the heart. Heart pumps a little bit differently. Let it find its rhythm. Let it find a new rhythm now that the nervous system is has some attention. Now that those reproductive organs have some attention. What's the new beat of the heart? What does it really want to reach for? What does it really want to know? Not based on what anybody else wants you to know, but what you want to know. What you want to know about self, what you want to know about your children, There's a space under the heart and above the solar plexus. If you were to touch your physical body, there's like a soft spot underneath that sternum where the rib cage begins to open. It's almost like a uh, it's almost like a void space, but that is has a reference point in the physical body. This is a reference point that's really important to the kids. You know, they've talked about that space in between. So there's a dimensional space in between, but there's also a physical space in between. And just put your attention in that space. And as much as you can in this moment, fall into that space. some of you it'll feel a little bit like a void for some of you it will just feel calm and relaxed maybe silence maybe no mind just put your attention there we're going to have a little conversation in this space Just 
nice inhale and exhale. Ototoikin, I. Let's really bump up that frequency so it's a it's a sweet spot that you can go back to over and over again. Here we go. from this neutral, relaxed expression of self. So right from that space, I'd like you to put your attention on your child or your children. It's like you're inviting them into that space. That space in between is really easy for them to connect into. And if you could imagine them standing in front of you, seeing their physical bodies, and notice that just outside of that physical body, there is a mental body. And just notice, are they... Are they there? Are they is their presence, is their essence with the physical body or is it with the mental body? And then go out just another bandwidth away and look at that emotional body. So many of the kids have really been able to access this emotional body. Many of your kids in particular have really begun to be able to access this, kind of create and carve a pathway through that emotional body so that they can bring that dimensional soul body experience right into the physical. So from, right, again, right from that space in between, put yourself right back there, seeing your child or children in that space with you, going into their emotional body, We're just going to clear up what they're picking up within the emotional body. All of them really sensitive to that subtle level of energy, but let's clear up what they've picked up. Okay? So here we go. See the debris, see whatever you notice as information in that emotional body. We'll have a little conversation with it, heighten it, and then we'll come in and pick up what we can pick up. Here we go. 
asking the children to bring in a sphere of their own higher consciousness, collecting up every bit of debris in that emotional body, 99% of which does not belong to them anyway, allowing that debris to be collected in that sphere and drift in the vastness of their being. until it disappears. Notice any gravitational pull that you have on that emotional energy as well. Just notice it. If there's a little bit of a tug, it's like you want that sphere to come back or you have a little bit of a string attached to it, no big deal. Just cut the string and let it drift. Let it drift out of your space as well as theirs. And let it pop. Let it move over that horizon line so you don't see it anymore. Let it turn into a billion stars of bright light. However you'd like to see that change, just watch it change. And let's go back into the emotional body. And let's let your kids really shine what they've got going to increase the frequency of what the children have been able to express within the emotional body, within the collective emotional body. They're going to get to shine their light, so to speak, and not have the confines of so much collective debris to kind of blaze through. So right here in the emotional body, Noticing the stillness in your space. Noticing that that which kind of blazes through that emotional body is now radiating into the mental body, 
into the physical body. It's like beams of light coming through the forest, hitting the forest floor, right into the physical body. Get a sense of it in their physical body. It's like the light shining through. And feel it in your physical body. How's your physical body responding? Does it calm down your nervous system even more? To see that radiance bursting forth through the mental and physical? just going to invite the children to that space in between for them, same place in the physical body, your space in between, their space in between. So whether it's one child or children, all we're going to do is we're going to open that space really big in you, we're going to open that space really big in them in the physical body, the space in between. Make that connection. Create that awareness. It's like, oh, I see you. It's, it's, it's like a namaste. The God in me sees the God in you from a physical platform. Here we go. Opening that space. Notice how blessed you truly are to have each other throughout all space and throughout all time. How blessed this connection actually is. There we go. So have that as your vantage point. As we begin to find your breath again, begin to really inhale and exhale, inhale and exhale, bringing that same sensation, that same feeling right back with you as you begin to move the body. nice small movements allow the body to kind of move with the same grace that you feel like you've just been sitting in and if you lost consciousness a bit just use these words to bring you back to consciousness still holding on to that 
state of grace, still noticing a, a turning point of sorts. There you go. So let's find three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on that third exhalation, go ahead and breathe your eyes open. Still, 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 still present. Still very aware of that kind of space in between feeling. Even touching it on the physical body kind of just drops you right back into it. So that that hand on the high abdomen, that hand right on the under the heart. Great place just to rest it every now and again, just to access that energy. All right, everybody back. There we go. <laughs> Big smiles. <laughs> Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, you, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you have chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed, not only with seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you'll find articles, videos, books, and details for the Awesomism certification process. You'll also find our newest program called Awesomism 2. It's a self-study program filled with everything awesomism to saturate yourself in this new consciousness and the consciousness of the kids. Please join me again for another episode of Pure Presence All About the Kids on February 25th. And you can also join me for Pure Presence Aligning to Self on February 4th and 18th. I'd also like to remind you that the Awakening Zone is a great place to advertise your products, practices, and platforms. If you have a book, CD, workshop, or anything else to promote, the Awakening Zone is the perfect place to spread the word about your creation. You can find ad details at the top of any Awakening Zone page. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone is Miriam Knight with a new consciousness review at 1. Miriam's guest, Lorna Brine, will be sharing a message of hope from the angels. At 4 p.m. on Saturday is Jeff and Linda Hoppy with the Crimson Circle. And on Sunday at 1 is Kahoo Fred Sterling's Sunday Healing Service, followed by Breath of Life at 4 with Norma Delaney and Garrett Anofsky. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Enjoy this space in between. Enjoy the potentials and possibilities. Until next time on Pure Presence, many blessings.
have been listening to an Awakening Zone presentation. Human Empowerment Radio and Media for the 21st Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century and Beyond. Century 